Hello, my name is Chantelle and I'm a member of Andover Baptist Church. The title of my talk is Even If Trust, and it revolves around the story of three men, in particular, from the Bible, called Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, names that just roll off the tongue. The story is found in a book of the Bible called Daniel, who's also quite a hero when it comes to sticking to his guns, trusting God, and doing the right thing. We pick it up in chapter 3. This is what's happened so far. There's a king called Nebuchadnezzar. He makes a statue of himself out of gold and then creates a decree which says that everyone, when they hear the sound of music and instruments, must fall down and worship the statue of him. He adds that if anyone doesn't, they will be thrown into a blazing furnace. And this is what everyone did. Well, almost everyone. We pick up the story in verse 8 of Daniel chapter 3. At this time, some astrologers came forward and announced the Jews. They said to King Nebuchadnezzar, May the king live forever! Your majesty has issued a decree that everyone who hears the sound of the horn, flute, zither, lyre, harp, pipe, and all kinds of music must fall down and worship the image of gold, and that whoever does not fall down and worship will be thrown into a blazing furnace. But there are some Jews whom you have set over the affairs of the province of Babylon, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who pay no attention to you, your majesty. They neither serve your gods or worship the image of gold you have set up. Furious with rage, Nebuchadnezzar summoned Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. So these men were brought before the king, and Nebuchadnezzar said to them, Is it true, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you do not serve my gods or worship the image of gold I have set up? Now, when you hear the sound of the horn, flute, zither, lyre, harp, pipe, and all kinds of music, if you are ready to fall down and worship the image I made, very good. But if you do not worship it, you will be thrown immediately into a blazing furnace. Then what God will be able to rescue you from my hand? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied to him, King Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you in this matter. If we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to deliver us from it, and he will deliver us from your majesty's hand. But even if he does not, we want you to know, your majesty, that we will not serve your gods or worship the image of gold you have set up. Then Nebuchadnezzar was furious with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and his attitude towards them changed. He ordered that the furnace be heated seven times hotter than usual and commanded some of the strongest soldiers in his army to tie up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and throw them into the blazing furnace. So these men, wearing their robes, trousers, turbans, and other clothes, were bound and thrown into the blazing furnace. The king's command was so urgent that the furnace was so hot that the flames of the fire killed the soldiers who took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And these three men, firmly tied, fell into the blazing furnace. Usually, this is not the good bit that most people stop at when relaying the story of these three men. This is not the faith-building climax of the story, the exciting conclusion that has the crowds cheering. But for me, it's the most important bit, the bit that encouraged me and kept me going in the face of some very dark times. Because you see, just like these three men, I too didn't know what the outcome would be, what the next thing to happen would be. Many of you know our story, or at least the chapters of our story that have so far played out. 
But for those of you who don't, my husband Alex and I waited for 12 years for God to give us a child. 13 till she came along. 12 years filled with longing and desperate prayers asking for this thing that our hearts desired above all else. We then came to a place where we decided to try IVF and after a failed attempt on our very last chance when the odds were literally against us in almost all the ways that count, God did a miracle. He gave us our beautiful daughter, Eden. But during the dark times, and of those there were many, in all the questioning and pain, one of the things that I kept coming back to time and again was this idea of trust, of holding faith as a guiding principle when the outcome is unsure and the future holds few certainties. I often recount how I struggled with God over the issue, allowing my emotions and heartache to take center stage a lot of the time. Then I remember coming to a place where I asked myself the question, do you trust him? Do you trust God? Because you may not always feel his love when you're hurting or even his closeness when you're in the midst of pain, even though I knew his love wouldn't fail me and nor would he. So instead I had to answer this very simple but very loaded question. Do I trust him? And as long as the answer was yes, then I could go on. And why was the answer yes? Why did Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego give this reply? If we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God that we serve is able to deliver us from it and he will deliver us from it, from your majesty's hand. But even if he does not, we want you to know, your majesty, that we will not serve your gods or worship the image of gold that you have set up. Their trust recognized who God was. They say, the God we serve is able to deliver us. They knew their God. They'd seen him at work before. They'd learnt of him through his word. They made a decision based on that and not what they were feeling or what circumstances were most definitely dictating to them in the moment. Secondly, their trust was unshakable. They say, we want you to know, your majesty, that we will not serve your gods or worship the image of gold you have set up. Regardless of the very real and hot furnace they faced, and I'm sure they had strong feelings of not wanting to go into that furnace, they stuck with their position of trust. And thirdly, their trust was unconditional. But even if he does not, they also knew that God might very well have other plans, but they believed or chose to act upon the knowledge that whatever happened, it would be in God's hands and therefore the best possible outcome for them in this world. They looked to God and saw his sovereignty, which just means his supreme power and complete authority to do whatever he sees fit. It's recognizing that his ways are sometimes genuinely outside of our understanding, just like a small child cannot always understand what or why their parent is doing something. So what does this trust look like? Well, for us, it meant not giving up. Keep on knocking and praying and asking others to pray with you. Keep looking for ways to feed faith when it falters. Keep having the conversations with others who can encourage it. Keep doing the right thing, despite what it may mean and despite how it may look when it can't possibly bring you any closer to what your heart desires. And does it mean then that you'll get the thing that you've been waiting for? No, it doesn't. It allows room for that and for the opposite. It allows for a yes and a no and a keep waiting answer. 
It allows for faith building in the process and pain and yes, sometimes even joy. It's possible for us to say, even in our most difficult and painful moments, our God can save us, can do it. But even if he does not, we will still remain faithful, still do the right thing. We will trust. He's worthy of it. He really is. If you need to hear that today, then be encouraged and don't give up. Each act going forward can be one of trust, even when that feels impossible to do. And don't forget that God has given us people to walk this journey with. Ask them for help, for prayer, for advice. Get in touch with someone from our church if you'd like. We'd love to be able to pray with and for you. In fact, let's do that now. Let's pray together. Father God, sometimes the fires that we're facing are really hot and really close. And the way out doesn't seem clear. We know that we can't save ourselves. And we long for you to rescue us. Lord, help us in these moments to have an even if trust in you, in your power to save and rescue us, to provide a way out. Help us to stand firm, Lord, unshakable in this knowledge. I pray today that you will send encouragement to those that need it, those close to the flames in so many ways. Grow our faith, Lord, we ask. In Jesus' name, amen.